Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Bradley Cooper Presents, a podcast segment is born starring Lady Gaga. We're so close you to wrote, the You wrote, what is new under here? And there really isn't much new, but since we only have two weeks left of doing this, we have to do something. What are we doing? Um, so I watched two new featurettes. Um, one that included the full, which a hooligan sent us, one that includes the full ha as in the the full video of her doing it. We hadn't seen her mouth do all of those things yet. Um, Great for a podcast. Yeah, so that happened, but then she's also in conversation with Mark Ronson and that guy Lucas Nelson about working on the on the movie on the songs they're like sitting in leather chairs and like a couch and i really and trying don't to be casual but it's not appreciate casual bradley cooper talking about music <laughs> i don't like it no it's bad but i think what he's doing well is giving a lot of people credit like being an actor who doesn't know anything about music and being like i had to learn but i but he's also being an actor in that like i learned so much i'm such a right i'm such a um, I'm such an actor. I took l- singing lessons and know, accent lessons, I and I did. I did so much training for like 13 hours a day. That's what he does well. He's like, oh, I prepared so much for this. There's no point in the movie where any lyric is sung that isn't directly related to exactly what their fear is, their hope, their dream. The only other thing we have to talk about on A Star Is Born is that a few new reviews have been added to Rotten Tomatoes. Um, all positive, honestly, but this one really bugged me. I'm going to read this one, just the snippet, because I didn't didn't click the full review. Somewhere inside this good 135-minute film is an even better 120-minute movie, Uh, uh, which I found rude. Why wouldn't you want more A Star is Born? Wait, I'm sorry. Which 10 minutes do they want to cut? There's no expendable. I haven't even seen the movie, and I know there's no 15 minutes that I'm cutting. I haven't even seen the movie, and I know there's 15 minutes I want more, like 15 more minutes that I want. I can't wait for you to write your review, which is like, this was a great 135-minute movie, but it would have been a better 14-hour movie. <laughs> the Shallow's good, but why wasn't it a full album? Why wasn't it? <laughs> Meanwhile, we still have not even heard a high-quality version of The Shallow. Um, I like how you dropped all, in high-quality version. We spent all week listening to a very low-quality version of The Shallow, <laughs> which I would argue it goes against this film's marketing, and they are really fucking up by not giving us a high-quality version. Um, I agree completely, and now it's time to start the show, because this was one of the worst segments, but thank God there's only one left. Oh, my God. After we see it. After we see it. You will drain it. Lindsay, what are pears? Don't you mean who are pears? <gasps> who are pears? Pears have a new hot spokesperson. Who is it? Anthony Porowski. No. Who is it? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown for pears. She hasn't done food yet. You gotta you gotta think bigger. The people who do the like food who was the last person who who did like not just like a specific brand like food like a food remember someone we knew did like a was food. someone who did a fruit was, was there someone like, who did oh oh well i mean danielle jonas did pork right danielle she did pork but like wasn't there someone else who was just like it was like um you know like kelly ripa someone for did apples pistach- who did pistachios i don't know who did pistachios john cena did pistachios that's who we're thinking of we talked about him so Amy Smart. I know her. Yeah. 
Amy Smart of um, the Butterfly Effect fame, uh, Just Friends <laughs> fame, a very specific era of like comedy rom comy type movies fame. She was on the she she was getting into rom coms when rom coms were waning. This is messed up, but you know? like I remember very specifically when my friends like found out that Amy Smart like showed her boobs in a movie. Is that weird? What does she show her boobs in? In um no Eurotrip. I don't know. Is she in Eurotrip? Amy Smart boobs. This is rude. Ro- it's road in trip. a movie. Road trip. Yeah, okay, road trip. Road trip, <laughs> not Eurotrip. Anyways, Amy Smart is the spokesperson for pears. I like knowing where my food comes from. And with pears, the process is simple. Pears are hand-picked, they're washed, they're hand-wrapped, and then they're packed into boxes. That's right. Just pears. 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 <laughs> pears. Pears. Like apples, but pears. You've probably heard of Bartlett's, Anjou's, maybe even Bosque. But did you know that there are 10 varieties of pears that come from the Northwest? I love the... um the press release for this, which says, the start of harvest season also kicks off actress Amy Smart's new role as official spokesperson for USA Pairs. So, okay, only USA Pairs, not all pairs. Known for her roles in hit films like Just Friends and The Butterfly Effect and her upcoming <laughs> role in Tyson's Run, Smart has also established herself as a trusted voice of sustainable living and healthy eating, even tending to her own her own garden at home. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I didn't think of Amy Smart as like a healthy eating gardening person, but is that true? Maybe I looked at her Instagram and like, sure, she has a backyard. All- all of those women who were in those movies in the late 90s, early 2000s have turned into moms who love clean living. Yeah, health food Because there's like Alicia Silverstone, too. There's right. Eva Murray Martino, too. There's right. Jessica Alba, too. They're You're all really doing giving that. Eva Murray Martino a lot of credit by including her in this list. Well, I mean, she was in Saved. Saved, I would argue, is more iconic than either Road Trip, Just Friends, or The Butterfly Effect. That's not true at all. That is saved? just untrue. Yeah. yeah Come no, on. That's People love untrue. Saved. No, 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 no. People love Saved. That, that I am filled with Christ's love alone is more iconic than any. Name a scene in Just Friends. Name a scene in The Butterfly Effect. Saved is like a cult comedy. Saved is cult like a classic. cult comedy. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that Just Friends or The Butterfly Effect are, like, good now. Saved is probably better. But at the time, like, it was not as big as those movies. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is Eva grew into that. You're giving Everyone I- was like, Amy Smart, Amy Smart. But then we forgot about Amy Smart. I still think about Eva Marie Martino. Yeah, because she's all over Instagram every single day promoting Connecticut. Yeah, and Amy Smart's doing pairs. And I didn't even find out about it until someone emailed us. I'm just saying, like, you're giving Eva Marie Martino a lot of credit by including her alongside Alicia Silverstone and Amy Smart. <laughs> And you know it. I think she deserves it. I think she deserves it. Using candor and levity on her blog, Happily Ever After. You gotta get off her Instagram. Okay, so Amy does pears. Amy loves pears. I honestly didn't watch all these movies, but there's movies. Oh my God. I didn't watch all of these YouTube videos, but it is her hosting these small videos that are like how to eat a pear, how to like a pear, what's a pear, mm-hmm. etc. How to um, pick a pear. She is credited as actress, comma, pear lover, which is great because I would love <laughs> to be credited as pear lover. Here's a simple rule of thumb to know when a pear is ripe. You check the neck. This is all part of her like rebrand as a celebrity where she's like, I don't act anymore because the offers aren't coming in, but I need to make money and people sort of know my name. So I'm going to start a business. And like people before her, she started a business about clean living and like wellness and lifestyle. So it's a mattress called Smart House. Not to worry, Nick. My database was prepared by a team of nutritionists to ensure a balanced diet for each member of the family. That was what was so confusing was I went to her Instagram to see the vegetables that she tends to in her garden, according to pears. 
like according to USA, USA pears. pears. Meanwhile, where can you grow pears in your garden? Not to be rude, but like where can you grow pears? I think she just has a normal garden. Right. And so because she can't grow pears, she has to buy pears. And if she buys pears, she wants that to be USA pears. <laughs> sure. Don't make me figure this out. Let's talk about her mattresses. So she also has these mattresses, which is what I found when I went to look for the vegetables. I was like, oh, wait, you also sell mattresses? That was unexpected because if I was like, what's a like good non-toxic product that I could see a mom selling? I'd have like a very long list before I'd get to mattresses. It seems like the mattresses uh, business is a little bit crowded, the market. Yeah, there's Casper, Purple, Lisa. All of those mattresses that are just like, foam and you get to sleep on them for 100 days for free and there's also smart house collection which is yes amy smart's collection of mattresses of mattresses they're an, a non-toxic all-natural unbelievably comfortable mattress by carter and <laughs> amy smart Oosterhouse. oh they put smart in parentheses because her husband's name is carter Oosterhouse. but you got to keep smart the company's literally called smart house collection <laughs> Which is weird because Which is also smart. smart house is like implying like technology, but they're implying a. You know how much a twin a twin smart house mattress is? How much? They're more expensive than Casper, I will say. Well, they're smart. A queen, house. a queen smart house. Yeah. Guess four hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> what are queen. they? Wait, what are they made of? They're crafted in the United States. They're made of organic cotton, Jomo wool, which sounds. Hippy dippy, pocketed coil, I don't know, and natural rubber latex. Yikes. They for look tw- like they're made of hemp. For $2,500, I better float. Like, that's weird. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for $2,500, it better come with like two TVs, like a new bed frame. Anyway, that's her new mattress, but the problem is her husband. Yike. Yeah. He's so we I. You can't forgot. talk about this without talking about her husband. No, I wasn't going to try to. Yeah. I just. His name is Carter Oosterhouse. He is on HGTV. This also might be why they have a mattress company and, and like she's into pairs, you know? Mm hmm. So he, what does he do on HGTV? Do you know? He hosted Trading Spaces, like the new, the, re, the, the revamped one. Okay. And he hosted some other show called Carter Can and Red Hot and Green. All these HGTV shows that I don't watch, which is saying something. Wow. Yeah, well, you watch all those shows. So you, this is the one that you don't. He worked on a show called Carter Can in 2008 because his name is Carter Oosterhouse. And a production assistant or a makeup person, someone who worked on the show, accused him of coercing her into sexual performing misconduct. oral sex. Yeah. Sexual misconduct. So he was basically saying, she was basically saying that he used his power to coerce her into having a sexual relationship with him. When this came out, Amy Smart was like, mm-mm-mm. Amy it was said, consent. It's when fine. you are in a consensual relationship, then you need to take responsibility for engaging in that and not play victim. If relationship does not work the way that you want it to, then sorry. That is the risk you take when getting intimate with another person. There are plenty of relationships I wish I go back and make different choices about, but it was on me to decide. Okay. Which is weird so because this came out last December. Uh, and of course, this uh, insane People magazine ends with saying, his latest TV project, ABC's The Great Christmas Light Fight, will air on the network as on Monday as scheduled. So it's just like a lot. And I don't actually know the update for any of this, which I was trying to Google as we were talking. Nothing came of this. Nothing came of this. Nothing came of this. So it was dropped or something. It, it was mm-hmm. dismissed or dropped or whatever. Okay, well. And Amy has left her very passionate, long defense of her husband up on Instagram for all of you to see. All right. Well, she also loves pears and she loves pears and hashtag love these two, which is a photo of her her child and her husband. 
I'm just going to say pears are now problematic. Let's. Oh, no. Wait, we can't eat pears anymore? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But let's move on. It's good to be a little patient with your pears. And if you're not ready to eat your pears when they're ripe, just put them in the fridge and they'll last a few more days. Lindsay, guess what I'm wearing right now? What are you wearing right now? I'm wearing my Everlane bomber jacket. It's a black bomber jacket. Oh, because it's like a little chilly out. It's finally a little chilly. Yeah. And last week when it rained, I wore my Everlane rain jacket because it rained. What a treat. And it kept me dry. I'm so happy that it's fall. I can wear my oversized fleeced crew that I got. I can wear my pleated Mm -hmm. skirt that I've been wearing. Actually, I can wear that in the summer too, but I'm wearing that more and more. I can wear my brand new relaxed jean shirt. It's like dark jean, like a medium indigo. Very psyched. I just love that I can wear my Everlane linen under my Everlane bomber, and then I get the best of both worlds. Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups, and they tell you their real costs. You know you're never overpaying. They want you to know what you're paying for and why. They're radically transparent about every step in the process from the materials they use, like Bobby's beautiful linen, to the ethical factories they work with. Because Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. Their clothes look better, I can say that for myself, cost less and last longer. Their essentials are exactly what they should be. Simple, stylish, and made from quality materials. They're just what you're looking for. No frills, just quality. And right now, you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash who, W-H-O, plus you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash who, W-H-O, everlane.com slash who. Who is Luca Sabat? I'm sick of her. I'm sick of all of them, but I'm really sick of her. I am sick of her too because I'm watching Keeping Up, which I don't even know. Oh, you're really... still watching? I just, <sighs> how are you not? What are you I I swore them off. I swore them off. I have to watch Floribama and I have to watch Jersey Shore okay. Family Vacation oh Season 2. Okay. I don't have time for Kardashians. I watch Very Cavallari. I don't have time. I know. I stopped watching Floribama because it got, it got bleak and it got frustrating. So, so sad. Okay. I still watch Keeping Up. Last night's episode was weirdly the episode where Kylie had a baby. Oh, finally. And okay. Kim spent the whole, look, this is, now we're really off track, but Kim spent the whole episode going, you know what's crazy? You know what's a miracle? That no one found out about Kylie's baby. I love reading the tabloids and seeing what they think. This is the biggest story of our generation. No, the funnest game ever is the Kylie pregnancy game. Why? Just to see what people think. God, they're lunatics. Lunatics. Okay, Kourtney Kardashian, the one that everyone's mad at this season on Keeping Out the Kardashians because she got therapy, so now she's very emotional and she always wants to talk about her emotions and she's mad at everyone, including Chris, for cheating on their dad so many years ago. Literally, this is like what we're talking about on the show these days. Oh my God. Oof, I know. So she broke up with Scott, duh, if if you're very late. Then she broke up with um, Eunice. Eunice. This was after the Instagram commenting situation. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Where he was like, oh, you have to show your ass to get likes? That was really weird. And then they broke up and got back together and then broke up again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now she's dating this guy, Luca Sabat. I ignored this for a while because I was like, he hangs out with them. So I was just thinking, well, probably they're saying that even though he just like hangs mm-hmm. out with them because he's like model friend of the family. Um, but now they're claiming like not only are they dating, that they're exclusive. It feels like either somebody's really directly telling them that this is true. Yeah, I mean, it sounds – it's Us Weekly. It sounds like Chris. It sounds like Chris, right? Yeah. So he's 20. She's how old? 39. Amazing. He's on. The, he's literally so young that he's on the show Grownish, which is about kids in college. 
I I don't uh, I hate it, but ugh. I mean, you can't hate it. Men do this all the time. It's any. It's. I know. It I know. I hate it when men do it. Okay. Um, he's twenty. He can't even drink. Come on. I mean, they... like something about like if he were even if he were twenty one, please. No judgment, but an eye raise. How about that? You're allowed to eye raise. Yeah, I can eye raise. You can eye raise, and there really isn't anything else to know about him except for him being a model and an actor. Sometimes that he's sometimes. friends. He's friends of the family, but isn't anyone? I want to know how these people meet. <laughs> How do you meet Courtney Kardashian? You're already friends with her family. Like you already he friends with. He was friends with Jordan. He's friends. No, he's friends with like Kendall and like Bella Hadid. Oh and right, stuff. because they're models. Okay. Right. Well, I hate it. It's boring. God, imagine that being your dating boring. pool. You can't go on any apps. You can't meet anyone casually. You have to meet people that your little sisters know. I'm telling you, that's what I mean. Raya is like trying to be the solution to that, but it's still like not a thing that I that's think a nightmare. people necessarily want. Okay. I do love this quote. Courtney and Luca are exclusive and are edging toward becoming boyfriend and girlfriend. They say they're taking it slow, but they're moving faster than that in actuality. Who said that? <laughs> when you're but the, they're moving when, faster than that in actuality. When you're the source and you're also like truth telling about the source that you're truth telling about. When you're like, <laughs> they say this, but as the source, I'm telling you this. <laughs> As the source, they're moving faster than that in actuality. What are, like, yeah, what is, also, what is the goal of this information? I mean, aside from us now knowing it, I really don't, I mean. I mean, I guess it's just like we, Courtney needed a, uh, I don't know, a brand revamp or like a a slight. um, She got one. Yeah. So like she's, what am I trying to say? She had to pivot to something else. She had to give herself a new like characteristic and her new characteristic is I date young guys. That's my thing now. The young, the younger Kardashians like date and are out on the town and then they have kids and then they become like quote unquote boring. But now Courtney, who's like the oldest, she's like been boring for a long time now. Yeah. She has to start from the beginning. So she, th- now we're doing the cycle again. Like she's taking Kylie's place. She's taking Kim's place. She's taking Chloe's place. Like where it's like the circle is renewing. Like Courtney got to the to the top to be the most boring, the most married, the most kids, and they were like, "Well, time to start from the bottom." Like you have to like, <laughs> which is also a sort of reflection of Scott, who's dating another nineteen year old or twenty year old. It's true. Sophia. No, I mean if Scott can do it, I mean Courtney I can hate certainly that one. can certainly just like do Sophia. It. But Sophia seems miserable. But what do I know about anything? I mean, she seems fine, but they're boring, is what you're trying to say. Like mm-hmm. it's just boring. Anyways. Okay, let's talk about Bachelor Vietnam. What happened here? Did you even watch this clip? I think I like showed it briefly. This you weekend. showed me the clip. Yeah, you showed me the clip. Basically, not that I'm watching Bachelor Vietnam, but obviously we're it was sick reported. of Bachelor America. Bachelor America sucks. I know. Well, Bachelor I think Vietnam I said this is where it's at on the show, but I'm very done with Bachelor America. I have to stop. I can't watch it anymore. I can only watch Bachelor in Paradise. The rest I can't. Mm-hmm. You do. said that. Okay. Well, you know what? Hold me to it. If I, if you see me watching Bachelor, come for me, and say. Stop. You don't want to do this to yourself. Okay. Okay. So what happened on Bachelor Vietnam? Okay. So uh, one of the contestants declared her love for another contestant, which is my favorite type of scandal. Um, very next bus. Do you remember the show next? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when they made it gay and then people on the bus were just hooking up with each other? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> like the last good thing MTV ever did before rebooting Jersey Shore. They were like, let's make next bus gay. And then they were like, oops, we didn't think about all of the possibilities of a gay next bus. Oh, we forgot about what can happen inside the bus. <laughs> inside the bus, they're like, you're hot, you're hot. Okay, fine, I'm not, I'm not going out there. Then they just stay in the bus. Okay, 
So this woman, she, in the clip, so there was this like viral clip that had the first part of the story where she said, um, like, I'm, I've changed, you know, I'm, I'm here for someone else. I love someone else. Then she goes Mm -hmm. over to another woman and she's like, come home with me, come home with me. Which is like, (laughs) it's very emotional. So she was not like branded as like bisexual or pansexual or like anything before. This was just like a surprise. It's no one really, none of the people Who writing about it have was, seen the show, you know? Right. So like, how do you hard. even watch Bachelor of Vietnam? You have to, I mean, you live in Vietnam and you watch Bachelor of Vietnam. That's mm-hmm. what's, yeah. So she said. So I guess she's a new legend. She said, I went to this competition to find love and I found that love for myself, but it isn't with you. <laughs> it's with someone else. And then she went to another That's woman. That's so good. And then she said, I'm, I really want to get to know you because you're someone who made me feel special and I haven't felt that way in a long time. And then, mm. which is crazy, so that's what this clip shows, but then later someone added like another moment where they were like, basically the other woman decided to accept the rose because he said to her like, you can go, but this rose is for you. Like if you want to, you know, this rose is, I'm not giving it to anyone else, it's for you. Then they then they both left and then the the, the girl that was on the receiving end of this, she came back and said, um, I've changed my mind to accept this rose and continue this journey. So <laughs> Which, the contestant who, uh, the contestant who professed their love is a woman named Min Thu. Mm-hmm. The contestant who received the love is named Truck Nu. Mm-hmm. And then someone named uh, Win Trung is the bachelor who was like, what? He's <laughs> like, like, wait, wait. what? <laughs> He's like, excuse me? So she's staying but then the bachelor is still like, uh. Well, I mean, it's still like the other woman. She left. made it awkward, right? She made it awkward by like. I love it. Leaving. Anything to make the show more interesting. I know it's like it, I'm kind of like, wow, they beat us to it. I'm surprised it hasn't happened here. Yeah, I know. I mean, America's America can't handle it. America can't handle like we can't handle a bisexual a woman journey, being is that like what you're saying. Yeah, we can't handle we can't handle bisexual journeys, and we can't handle like relationship journeys that are monogamous speaking speaking of, of bisexual <laughs> journeys um that america can't handle e britain and i guess e uk and ireland is what mm-hmm. you would say is getting a show called the bi life which is a bisexual dating show i love it i guess they and i guess they announced it on bisexual visibility day which is both smart and rude <laughs> it's both smart and rude and it's hosted by um courtney act who you might know from rupaul's drag race who also what we're saying is, is bisexual <laughs> We don't have a lot to say about this. What we're saying is get it on your calendar because I'm sure we're going to be talking about this. So it's one, like, yeah. what if Love Island were gay? Join Courtney Act as she takes a group of bisexual singletons on a life-changing search for love. So who is Courtney Act? A drag queen, right? Yeah. She was on Big Brother, too. So she, like, she was a drag queen on RuPaul's and then she went on Celebrity Big Brother and, like, kind of made a big name for herself. can now reveal the housemate with the most votes and the winner of Celebrity Big Brother is Connie! Okay, so she's like one of the most famous drag queens in Australia, I guess. You want to hear a weird connection too? So she, I read this last night, I didn't watch this show, but Courtney mm-hmm. Act had like a flirtation with this straight guy on the show who I think was like, 
he was just a random. I don't even know what he did. And then he ended up like she really like she wanted to like date him, but he was like, I'm straight, like confused or whatever. And then he went on to get engaged to the woman who hosts Love Island. Whoa. Also, Courtney Act is going to be the best man at Andrew Brady's wedding. Right. So Courtney Act and Andrew Brady met on Celebrity Big Brother and they like had like a moment. Courtney like Mm -hmm. had a crush and like he was like, I'm straight, but like also confused because like you're very beautiful in drag, etc. And then he left the show and she left the show, obviously. and And he met Caroline Fleck, the presenter of Love Island, who you really never see, but who is kind of a figure. And now they're engaged. Wow. And she's in a that's good. And she's the best man. I that's know. nice. It's kind of great. Anyways, love the connection between like the connection between all, all these of the shows. shows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like we talk about it with the Bachelor universe. It's like these are all these are the people you see. These are the people that help you make money. Why would you why would you like date outside this pool? Or why would you even have social situations outside this pool if this pool is what keeps you like surviving? I mean, you know? it's not even like, why would you? It's just like, you're protected. Like, we actually wrote about this on yeah. Slate last week. Like, just about the idea of, like, how celebrities meet other celebrities to date or just how anyone meets anyone to date if you work in business, in show business mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just like, what are the things you're looking for? Well, like, I don't know, to be protected, to have somebody who understands what you do. Like, it's very mm-hmm. obvious. But we, then we're so alarmed when pe- when celebrities date each other. It's like, who do you think they're hanging out with? It's like, not everyone can date Danny Motor. You know, <laughs> but everyone would like to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so next up, we have Justin Thoreau, who is a them. What did we call him? Well, that's the thing. Uh-huh. I put this in here and then I was like, is Justin Thoreau a them? <sighs> is he? God, that's complicated. We've had this conversation. I know. And I feel like we're progressing. I feel like he's getting them here by the moment. He's getting themier. Well, now he's on that Netflix show, Maniac. Um, it's weird. He's, he's getting themier because of his press, though. He's getting themier because of press, but he's also... I feel like he, he got hooier once he broke up with Jennifer Aniston. But he almost got hooier in a themier way. Like, he's like a who... He's like a them with who tendencies. I mean, he's... This profile is in the New York Times, which is themmy. It's very this isn't in like This isn't in like Us Weekly. This he, isn't in like In Style. But he does say that he can just walk around the street and no one recognizes him, which is a little bit hooey. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Because he looks very, like any yeah. dude in New York. It's also just very like New York. always in a leather jacket. Right, right. It's very New York. It's very New York. He's wearing all black. Surprise. Who is this person? He could be anyone. Right. I mean, he, I really, I don't, yeah, it's not a value judgment. I do like him. He's getting more, Um, he's getting, he, his quotes are interesting. Mm-hmm. He's an interesting guy. So are we saying he's a them? Sure. Whatever. Yeah, let's let's call him a them. So we can't talk about this. Okay, let's skip. <laughs> I do want to talk about Kelly Ripa not eating her fingernails. Not because she's a them. But because the coverage is a who. But because the coverage is a who. Sure. There was a story in Gossip Cop that I didn't see. And also it's based on British gossip, which I love. So this is based on a story that was in the Globe. That so Gossip said, Cop is like reaching across the Globe to like find like information yes. to refute. Okay. There was a story on the Globe that was like... Kelly Ripa eats her cuticles and it's disgusting. And everyone at Live with Kelly and <laughs> Ryan thinks that she's gross because she eats her cuticles all the time. And she says they taste like chicken. I'm not making that up. So Gossip Cop was like, this smells like bullshit to me. So they reached out to Kelly Ripa's team. I love Gossip Cop. Gossip Cop is ridiculous. What's crazy to me, the hooiest behavior here is that it Kelly responded. So the, <laughs> the Ripa team 
I think if they were who's, I mean, if they were them's, they would have written this off because it's so ridiculous. Who cares? It's in the globe. No one, no one is reading Obviously. this. Ripa, speaking on behalf of Ripa, a spokesperson tells Gossip Cop the tabloid story is a, quote, ridiculous fabrication. Then this happens. This is not a quote, but the Gossip Cop goes on to say this. The closest she said in anything resembling that was when Josh Hutchinson was on live in 2014 promoting The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 and said he's, he'd be curious about eating flesh, to which Rip equipped she's chewed on her cuticles. So how did they know that? This this sounds like it's from Rip where she's like, I remember saying this, tell them this. But she was mostly joking. Weird editorializing unless they've spoken to Ripa. Wait, how right? did someone find a clip exactly. from 2014 in which Kelly Ripa says she chews on her cuticles? And then writes Gossip Cop, the reality is Ripa's diet is primarily vegetarian, though she'll eat fish and chicken and has vices like coffee and the occasional glass of wine. Actually, the only thing that truly bites is the Globe's reporting about Ripa. <laughs> what? Gossip Cop is saucy. Gossip Cop is Well, this is just rude. sounds like they called up Ripa, number one. She answered, number two. And then she said, I have occasional vices like, I have vices like coffee and occasional glass of wine, but... I'm mostly vegetarian, even though I sometimes eat fish and chicken. Wait, Why did she tell them this? Ripa's diet is is linked. What does that go to? Is that like a link that talks about Ripa's diet? Because that oh, might I be didn't where actually it's click from. that. Yeah. I didn't actually click that because that might be what they're referring to. I'm not it sure they. I have a feeling that the gossip cops is crazy, and the gossip cop is the one that found the live the 2014 clip because that's a very that's something that they would do. I love that I'm like they the gossip cop. It's like one guy. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. God, this episode is boring. Is this episode really boring? I can't tell, honestly. I'm just like... I can't tell either. I think we're both in a fog. Uh, actually, <laughs> but I, I've, um, I've, uh, chewed, uh, I've chewed on my cuticles, so I feel like I have... <laughs> that counts. That counts. Yes. She's not a far cry. It, doesn't, it tastes like chicken. You have nothing to be afraid of. I'm not actively pursuing it. Right. I'm not, like, going to murder someone okay. for this that's cause. That's good. That's good so to I know. So I feel good about that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so big 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 Rita news um yeah we were singing her new single all weekend hold on I was just singing it and now I forgot it no wish that I could make you that that goes like she's really good at you know what she's really good at what this happens in um anywhere the pre-chorus. What's that? They're like, what's the matter? What's that? What's the matter? What? That's really good. Is that pre-chorus technically? I guess that's, or is it well, just I chorus? I love when we become pop music critics. I got to say, um, because this is a fair and balanced podcast, I think this song is a little bit out of Rita's range, but I like it. She's, she's, oh. she's on the top of her range. We were saying this, her new era is sort of like straining. It's a little strain. It's like straining to reach these notes a little but bit. But I'm, I'm choosing to read it as a deliberate choice. You know, right? Because maybe all of the songs she's sort she's of straining. Working, maybe she's just like trying to get to the next era. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's just like working her vocal cords out. That's, you know? I don't know. Like if that's she needs. Thing. It's sort of like um, there's a terrible comparison because Rita could never know offense, but it's like like Rihanna. It's sort of like Rihanna. Right, Rihanna sings high sometimes. You're like Rihanna. I know this is out of your range. But she she sort of powered through it, and now she's her voice is better than ever. Or just there's something special to her voice where she goes out of her range and you can tell, but it strains. still sounds like interesting. Okay. So yeah, maybe it's her trying to strain because she thinks it makes her sound more legit. Okay, but we do like the song. We do think it's catchy. Oh yeah, we, we love enjoy it. it. I could not sing you any of the verses, but the chorus is catchy. 
I remember that part. So, why? Here's a question. Rita's album is named Phoenix. Do we know why it's named Phoenix? I know we've been covering Rita long enough to know that she's never caught fire. So I don't really know where this comes from. Do you think she has a little bit of a complex, which we've helped give her, which is like a rise from the ashes thing? I briefly considered that, but I feel like in Rita's mind, she's just always been famous and successful. No, but she feels, I think she feels a little bit of the like, it's been really hard for me to release this album. I mean, it's been how many years since her first Yeah, maybe it's like more of a Calvin reference. I think she's referring to like kind of how difficult, like she's going to triumphantly make a return like a phoenix, rise from the ashes, like the a beautiful, country diverse Mm -hmm. song from Eurovision. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you're right. Just Maybe a thought. Right. I mean, it, it does say a lot about her if that's the case. You know, it kind of says a little bit about her frame of mind. What I do find strange about it is that she's on her side, which I guess is oh, that supposed to be like a joke? Cover. On the album cover, it says Phoenix, but she's like lying down. Well, she's kind of, I mean, she's more just like in the trend of Ariana Grande's album being like upside down head. She's like side head. So she did like a, she did like a 90 degree turn from Ariana. What's bump? What's weird about the album cover is you're kind of like, wait, is that Rita Ora? Like, it's just it's another photo that doesn't really look like it. it just if you have to give it a double look, a double take. Rita, oh, is that Rita? Oh, it is. Speaking of double takes, she looked great in Gibraltar. <laughs> I saw her posties on Instagram. She posted several of them. She wore this jumpsuit that looks like like a comic book art. It looks crazy. Like a- it looks crazy. It's crazy. She's crazy. It looked good, and she had a couple braids in her hair. She performed at MTV's Gibraltar Calling, which just goes to show that, like, MTV is doing more than we could possibly ever cover. But also just, like, that Rita is just, like, everywhere and everything. Like, she – it's wild when I look at my Instagram and Rita's pops up, and she's in Gibraltar. I'm like, where is Rita? Rita will always go. It's very far. Where is that, like, southern Spain? Did you read this? Here we go. Really, really quick thing. When asked what her perfect date would be, she said, quote, absolutely nothing, no pressure, dates freak me out. I get crazy anxiety. I don't want any pressure. I'd rather have a little drink. Wait, what? Whoa. That's like, that's a lot. <laughs> that's like, yeah. that's a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. That yeah. was a lot. That's a Rita, that's a Rita revelation. And are we done? It sounds like we're done. I just like. Okay, with that, we're done. So rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and call in at 619-WHO-THEM if you have any questions um, or comments or uh, if you want to review Rita's new song, that would be great. If you want to just call in with a review of Rita's new song. Uh, and with that, I think we're done. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Zendaya is me, Jesus.